0: Welcome to the Poet and the Reader podcast. If you like chatting about all things bookish, then you come to the right place. Hi, I'm Shanice. And I'm Veena. And
1: surprise, we are back very quickly from the last episode. We have
0: learned from our mistakes and we are back and bigger than ever.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so proud of us. Um, So this episode will be a book to movie or TV show adaptation episode. That's the meat of it, and um, we're just gonna share some that we really like, and some that we are very excited for that yes. haven't come out yet. And hopefully, this is news yes. for you guys if you don't haven't heard that these are turning into.
0: Well, TV the, this movies. this uh, little segment is news for me because I did not, I don't know what she's gonna talk about, <laughs> and
1: I feel like that's
0: always it's gonna be a it's for gonna all. be a surprise for all. <laughs>
1: Um, but before we do that, we always go over what we're reading and what we last read. So I think yes. our last read is the same one. And that's One Last Stop yes. by Casey McQuiston.
0: And tell us your thoughts, Janice. Okay, guys. So <laughs> let me give you a little... Lo- let me set the scene for you. Yes. It's the bookshop. It's mm-hmm. a nice summer evening. Out. Okay, so... <laughs> you so like I had heard things about this book before I actually read it right Mm -hmm. so I feel like it wasn't the worst book I ever read like I didn't I couldn't put it down I wanted to know what happened next and I think the idea was good but the overall follow-through just wasn't there right she made things so cringy and there are books that do that like they make these cringy moments but it's like it's set up for it, Mm -hmm. but I, I think that she tried to, like, set up for it in, like, an ironic sort of way, but, like, when it's within the character's, like, personality to do so, I I really felt like she was writing this book, and she felt like she was just spitting, like, (laughs)
1: yeah, like, she was so witty, and so awesome, and you should laugh at all her jokes, it just, I, I feel bad saying that, but at times, I'm like, all right, like, kind of eye-rolly it just it, right. it doesn't feel like a natural way of
0: even speaking sometimes you know like you wouldn't you wouldn't right. hear people say these things <laughs> right um, and also i feel like there was no depth to the main character august she was just so flat and so uninteresting mm-hmm. and then there's jane and she's much more interesting yeah However, her dialogue wasn't true to like who she was. Like, she's from the 70s. Right. She used no lingo from the 70s. Right. She was saying things like fuck off. Mm-hmm. And it was just a miss because, like, you think fuck off, you think like England. Yeah. You don't think like New York in the 70s or like she's from California, you know? Right. And it. And then, like, the thing is, is, like, if you're going to dedicate yourself to, like, set this up, mm-hmm. then you should spend some time researching stuff that they said from the 70s. And, and like, in the book, she it says that she spent some time in the 80s and the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, show some dialogue. Like, show us. And it's, like, she told us so much, mm-hmm. but she didn't show us anything. Exactly. I think that was my issue, too. And I feel like. Right, and I feel like with those small details of, like, you could have built something that was better than what you put out, you mm-hmm. know? hmm Absolutely. Also, I want to apologize for last um, episode. I had said that her last book was called Red, White, and Blue. It's actually <laughs> called Red, White. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Yeah, the royal I is very important. <laughs> the royal, I apologize. Oh, man. And um, I remember... I like I was thinking back to when I read this book and I was like thinking about how well she did the background characters of red, white and royal blue. Mm -hmm. And she did that again in this episode. So it's just like she has like good writing.
1: Yeah, definitely. In the
0: background, but just not in the front. And I'm just like, that's where it matters. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like
1: August could be anyone, you know, like she wasn't very um, fleshed out for me. They, she tried yeah. it with her background and with her family drama, but at some points I was like, I don't really care <laughs> um, right. about it. Um, and just, I, I mentioned it in the last episode, but the, not the coincidence, but like the way that she would resolve the issues felt very um, like easy for an author to do. Like she could have gone so many different right. ways, but she took the easier route. At least that's right. how it came across to me, but.
0: No, I get that. Not like now that I've read through it I can I can see. Mm-hmm. Like I and I had I had so much hope for this. Like I really liked the plot of it. Like mm-hmm. the the plot itself, like how it was I, I don't wanna give too much away, so I'm not gonna say it, but like I, I liked a certain thing that she did where like she made the audience very like you know, believe that this certain thing was gonna happen, mm-hmm. and then it did, and then you're like, "Wait a minute!" And then like it it like did a little twist, and I was like, "Okay, I like that." And then it just stopped. You know, right. like it was just like, "Okay, that's the only thing I liked about it, though." Mhm, mhm. And girl, sex on the subway—it's just not. Na- uh, it just doesn't happen. That's why, and That's like-
1: why it bothered me that it was set in New York. It just—I know the yeah. trains. I, I just know the trains, and that is just not right. <laughs>
0: It's just so dirty. Who would have sex the in the subway? Like really, that you could
1: catch and just like the chances right. of anyone coming into the train. It's just no. It's just no. Not even if it, I don't even it doesn't even matter if it was like a long stop. Like people go through the cars. <laughs> so like anyone right. could have. I, I don't know. It's just I don't know
0: cuz like you ever took the E train and like um Roosevelt Field to like Queens something <laughs> of is like, that's a long uh that's a long time it's to be true. on the subway true. but people still move from I car, don't know. To car Am I right? That is true. You're right. <laughs> you right, you are right. And I'm not going to say that you were not cuz like when I was when I was like thinking about it I'm just like do I know people who would have sex on the subway? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even for my adventurous friend group yeah. I don't think it would happen. No. It's just a. Even for of my it. friends who, it's not even if you're alone. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like. Have you ever been on the subway? Like you know, and it's so crazy because like um, I had a friend who um, his dad was like a cleaner for the subway. Yeah, and he said like, if you think this, like like imagine how dirty the subway is. He was like, you cannot imagine the stuff that he's seen. Wow and he was like there was one time where he like cleaned a cart and it was just covered in blood Ugh. don't the body wasn't there oh no but whoever was in there i don't know oh my yeah gosh. it was just weird so terrifying. like hearing stories about that and like hearing how much like you know somebody you know homeless people and, and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. doing stuff on the subway i don't know no i get you it's a sub it's not the subway it's a sub home for them for for, for August and Jane for real for
1: and all the oh, kissing I was all gonna, the kissing oh my
0: god all the, yeah. oh yeah but like it's so like um I I want to say two more things I also think that by adding those clips in the beginning of the chapters uh what she did was she recreated the um uh like she she had moments where people had seen jane Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they were like blurbing it and like sending it out into like reddit world or whatever um and i think yeah yeah Mm -hmm. craigslist and i feel like she was trying to recreate that same email vibe that she gave in um royal white wait royal white no no red white and royal blue sorry (laughs) it's okay um So, like, in the beginning of, um, that, um, in the book, they would send emails to each other, like, the secret relationship that they were having of, like, historical, uh, figures writing love letters, but, like, same-sex historical figure lovers. So, like, you didn't know that they were lovers, but they, like, send those secret, like, letters or whatever. Um... Yeah, so like that it had like a small like it was a it was a thing that I liked from her mm. last um her last book but it just missed the marker for me and it didn't add anything to the book like if she wouldn't had added she wouldn't had like put it in it wouldn't had like taken anything out. Yeah, I barely of the book remember it. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And then I also want to say that, like, it was just all around flat for me mm -hmm. and I wanted to like it. Mm -hmm. I felt like she had a real gem and she just was able she was able to capture some of like those sapphic vibes that I was kind of like vibing with for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then it would just take it a hit too fat, like too far. And I was like, nah, (laughs) I don't like it anymore, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she missed it. Mm
1: -hmm. I wish. Will you pick up something else that she writes in the future? You think?
0: i don't i i tried royal i've i tried red white and royal blue i tried this book i mean i may try her other book just to see like does she get better as a writer does mm-hmm. she get stronger mm-hmm. okay. because even let's let me put on the record here you did you wasn't really messing with taylor jenkins reed when her when the little romance books came out her first like three books this is true right this is true so yeah, yeah. maybe maybe i i have like this idea that or maybe this small conspiracy theory you've heard it here folks <laughs> i i have a conspiracy theorist uh i don't know anyway um i feel like maybe she has a story that she loves and she's holding on to it until she gets oh. a little bigger Yeah, because, like, when you're, I I feel this as a writer, right? Like, I I don't put out, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to say this without, like, saying it weirdly. But, like, in my head, right, I have, like, this story that I want to tell. But, like, if I'm a new name, is people, are people going to, like, pick up my book? So would I just, like, write these books that I know people would like and that I would write for myself? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a, a crazy thought. theory, but I like it. I'm putting it out there. All right, fingers crossed. <laughs> if by the fourth book she puts out like that, that um award-winning novel, yeah, you heard it here. She I needs, was right all along. Called it. <laughs> yeah, I called it. I called it.
1: All right, so we're putting that one to bed. Now, what are you reading now? <laughs>
0: I am finally reading, and Vina's gonna get so upset because uh-huh. I have not told anyone I was reading this, uh-huh. not even Goodreads. Uh-huh. But I am reading *Malice* by Heather Walter. Ooh! Yes, I know you wanted me to read *Daisy Jones*, but no. this one was just calling me. I'm it excited. finally came in. Yes, it finally came in in the bookstore, stro- okay. and I'm really excited. So this is a retelling of um, *Sleeping Beauty*, and I do like *Sleeping Beauty*. Yeah. I don't love it. My favorite like fairy tale is like *Beauty and the Beast*. Uh-huh. Cute, yeah. Anyway, I like I have a liking for Sleeping Beauty, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So this is a princess isn't supposed to fall in love with an evil sorceress, but in this darkly magical retelling of Sleeping Beauty, true love is more than a simply t- a simple tale. So. um since you mentioned it on the Pride episode, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I really wanted to read it. I thought it, I think it's going to have like that feminist perspective because um, this is going against the narrative of the prince being the one who saves the princess. Right. Aurora, it's going to be the villain. And let me tell you yeah. if you don't know, you know now. I love villains. Oh. I don't like the superhero. Okay. I know it's weird, <laughs> right? Like, when I watch Marvel or DC, I'm just like, You're so for when is guy? the villain going to win? <laughs> I really am. And so I'm really, and I also like those, like, vigilante heroes, mm-hmm. like those in-betweens. But mm-hmm. anyway, I think that this is, well, I've read, like, two chapters or maybe, like, less than a chapter, but this is the um, in the perspective of the evil sorcerer. So this is in the perspective of the villain, Oh. Do you like the writing? Right now, I'm not too sure no. right now, because mm-hmm. I feel like you know when you first get into a book, sometimes you don't you can't tell if you like it or not. Okay. And you're trying to get in it, like you're you're just like, you know, trying to get in it and mm-hmm. trying to vibe with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is in um the first perspective, it's a lot of eyes. So she's repeating I a lot. Oh. Okay. So I'm just waiting for it to, like, you know, the beginning the and see how it goes in. through. Because sometimes it's that, yeah. yeah. And this is a duology too. So think about that. Like, so maybe um, she's just setting up so much, so much right now, yeah. and like, you know, trying to get that out the way before she goes into the actual story. Okay. I'm so. excited for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited mm-hmm. too.
1: Well, my current read is a book that I should have read months ago. <laughs> <laughs> um and that's on earth we're briefly gorgeous by ocean Vaughn. i um i'm so excited that you're reading this. yes i went to do laundry and usually i read a lot when i do laundry um mm-hmm. and because i know that i'm gonna sit down and i'm not gonna look at my phone i'm gonna focus on the book blah 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 um so i started this and uh, right off the bat i know it's his debut and i know that he's a poet. Like, even if I didn't know that before reading it, I could tell by reading his book. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm like 20 pages in and I don't see the plot yet. I see a lot of beautiful writing. Um, But let me just read you the description in the back because I don't know what the book, where the book is going at this point. Um, So it is a letter from a son to a mother who cannot read. Written when the speaker, Mm. little dog. Again, The description is telling me that there's a main character, but I haven't met this main character yet. (laughs) Um, So I didn't even know that he was going by Little Dog. Um, But he's in his late 20s, and the letter unearths a family history that began before he was born, a history whose epicenter is rooted in Vietnam and serves as a doorway into parts of his life his mother has never known. Um, And all of it is leading to an unforgettable revelation. So I think that the point that I'm at is I'm reading the letter. I think that's how the book starts. And eventually I'm going to start meeting the characters or they're going to be more, I don't know. They're just not in the story right now. Right now I'm just reading a letter from a son to a mother. And I would say it's like for those people who don't want to read about domestic violence or anything like that, to keep that in mind. Um, Because the first 12 pages were very, very intense. Um, And the way he writes, like, it's really pretty, but it's also like, whoa, I'm kind of triggered a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where I'm at. Like, I'm into it. And I heard that he already is finishing his second book, which is really cool. Let me look up the title, though, because I love the title, but I can't remember it. (laughs)
0: Is it a novel, his second book, or is it a poetry uh, collection? It's a novel. I said maybe it's a small hump that you have to get through. Yeah, like, like I'm
1: definitely going to finish it. I'm not going to give up. Because um, I, I was texting you quotes, like, as I was reading it. Yeah. Um, because it's so just beautiful. really, really beautiful and poetic. But um. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Time as a Mother. Okay. And it comes out April 5th, 2022. Oh my god, 2022, I can't even say it. (laughs) So crazy. You don't even want to know that it's real, Uh, 2022. I'm not ready yet. But yeah, that's my current read. I'm liking it. It's going to be a slow read, I can tell. (laughs) Um, Because it's one of those styles of writing where you have to reread a sentence to kind of get what he's trying to say. Um, I'm sure there's a word for that, but that's where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so the meat of the episode... Up. oh the meat the meat we're finally getting um, to the meat book to tv movie adaptation so Shanice is going to start off with ones that we've seen and that we love or maybe not love I don't even know
0: um I don't know it's like a, I don't know <laughs> a like mystery. as I was going through it as I was going through I was like maybe I don't love it oh interesting <laughs> and then yeah. I will be
1: sharing with her five upcoming book to tv or movie adaptations i'm excited so what's our first one
0: so my the first one that that came to mind and this is a good one guys little fires everywhere Mm. by celeste Ng. yes and i i i remember like reading this book and like before i even read the book v you told me about it Mm -hmm. as you always do (laughs) like you told me to you you told me to read it and Mm -hmm. like i had bought it and it sat on my shelf for like I don't even know probably a year and then Mm -hmm. I picked it up and read it but not because it was coming out as a Hulu show just because I wanted I wanted to read it
1: yeah
0: and I this is like one of those books where like I wish I could read it again for the first time like you Mm -hmm. ever have Mm -hmm. those books
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely
0: yeah Mm. and like if we're talking about adaptations and you know, when we were talking about it and possibly, like, doing this episode, this is the first one that came to my mind. And mm-hmm. I will die on the hill of this being possibly my favorite movie to screen, um, well, book to screen um, adaptations that I've ever experienced. And I like that it wasn't a movie and it was a miniseries. And mm-hmm. I saw some talk about season two, mm-hmm. but I, I hope they don't do it. I hope they leave it the way it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the cast was just so perfect. I love Elena Richards as Reese Witherspoon and Mia Warren as Kerry Washington. Like, Mm -hmm. first of all, I love both of them, like, as actors. Like, throughout their career, I've loved them. And, like, the aesthetic of the show and how they dress, the wardrobe, all of it was just so authentic. Mm -hmm. And it took me back to being a kid in the 90s, you know? Mm. Like, they were watching, like, the Ricky Lake show. Like, I, I just was like, bro, I remember, like, watching this stuff, you know? Right, right. And, um... I feel like the only thing I didn't like about this was that Mia was more asexual in the book, mm. and they made her bisexual in the movie. Oh. And Mia never had sex with the professor, but they but in the in the in the in the show she did, and oh. I didn't like that because it made her seem like she was something that she wasn't, you know. Right. Right, like in the in the book, she had a crush on her, but you don't know if anything happened. And I feel like that aspect on Mia it could have represented asexuals, and it was like a missed opportunity. Right, 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 right. I wonder if the right. author wrote the script. I don't know. No, actually, the showrunner was um, Liz Tagelgar mm. Tagelar. Okay. And actually, the book was discovered by Reese Witherspoon and Lauren Neus- Neuster. Um, before it was published and Witherspoon went on to choose the book as her September 2017 book club Mm -hmm. and soon after it was published it became a bestseller and then Witherspoon bought the book to Kerry Washington and together they paired up with the showrunner to adapt um, the limited series that's great yeah, so like I, I love it, and it was under Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine Network, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, she takes a lot of books uh, and, and turns them into movies. She does, she's and doing, she does them so
1: well, so I was really excited. Yeah, she's doing uh, Where the Crawdads Sing, I don't know if you've heard of that book, but she's turning it no, into a movie or TV show, or show. and um, mm. Big Little Lies yeah i heard yeah. about that yeah that one i watched yeah, I with her that. in it and she she was also behind that one i love that she loves books <laughs> yeah right yeah. she has a little book club like i love it yeah um but yeah i read little fires everywhere a long time ago and um i, sh- I haven't watched the show but now you're kind of changing my mind that I should yeah
0: like I remember in the group chat we were in a group chat together Mm. and um one of our I don't know who it was but one of our friends was saying that they didn't like it but I I I respected it like Mm. I like when people when like shows can take a book and like use it as inspiration and then do it well like Mm. if you're gonna change it do it well and I think whatever they changed it was just like it wasn't that bad for me although like the asexuality I feel like they should have just added that in yeah you know I feel like you know right did the show start like the book like did it start with the fire No. so yes, it did start with the fire, okay. and also like um Mia and her daughter they were like it was like different how they were discovered that they were sleeping in the car
1: mm mm, okay,
0: you know, so like it was it was a it was a little different, but like other than that, like there were small differences, like you're not gonna have something that's like completely the book oh, or no, completely, you know what I'm saying, yeah, so like yeah and then in the book although it had themes of like race and class like very clearly I feel like the tension between Elena and Mia was just elevated to like another level in the show mm-hmm. and they kind of lost that essence of point of view which I love so much in the book like you can have an idea of how someone is but then you never truly know so you have to like have all these so you have all these assumptions about that one person a- about them until like the until the point of view gets switched and to that character and then you know how they act you know what I'm saying right. like you remember that right no no, no. yeah I
1: remember.
0: so like i feel like they focused so much on race and class in the in the series because i don't think that they could that it moved from like the book to the screen mm-hmm. i don't feel like they were able to like to like um to do that you know so like all those jumps in characters could have been easily messed up from book to screen so they focused on the tensions between the families instead of like the actual, I feel like, one of the major themes is, like, you don't know who anyone is until you, like, sit in their shoes for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Damn.
1: Yeah. I think you got uh, overall, me. Overall, I really
0: liked it. <laughs> yeah. Overall, I really, I thought it was a pretty good, like, uh, you know, adaptation. I thought. Right. You know, it was a 9.5, 10 for me. I liked it. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. Well, all right. What's our next one?
0: Okay. So this is part of... A, this is, like, a three-part point system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so, like, I have Harry, um, Harry Potter series, right? Yeah. But, like, I have, like, different parts out of all of them. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. Just roll with me. Yeah. Okay, so the first one that I want to talk about is the literal shit that they created called Goblet of Fire. <laughs> and they try to... <laughs> was that um is that the Explain eyebrow movie? To me. is that
1: the emma, St- emma what's her name emma watson eyebrows do you know what i'm talking about no so there's this harry potter movie where she t- turned it into a meme where all of her acting was only in her eyebrows
0: i'm dead, <laughs> she, I'm dead. she was trying to be about- so
1: expressive that she figured out okay i have to like express it with my eyebrows so like she it's hilarious you have to look it up
0: that is it's so i have to look it up now it's a whole thing i gotta see it i love the actors that played harry potter like i love them so much you know like i just love them as general people right so or like you know the persona they put on because i don't act like i know the act like actors and stuff like that or like authors even like you have a public figure like a public personality I like that, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, that's what I like. Like, okay, I
1: loved yeah. when um, Daniel Radcliffe kind of reacted to the whole um, scandal with J.K. Rowling and how she's anti-transgender oh my and the way that yes. he, like, he didn't defend her, but he did defend Harry and, like, yeah. you can still love these books and not love the person who created it, which I think is so true. Um, right. Because her views shouldn't... Like kind of taint what Harry Potter has done for so many kids,
0: um, right, and a lot of LGBTq plus students who I mean students <laughs> people who grew up with like Harry Potter, like yeah. it took them out of you know what they you know, books just transport you into a way into a, like a place that isn't the real world, right, you know, right. and so like I guess he didn't want to like taint that magic that a lot of lgbtq people got from you know harry potter mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's not them you know it's 100%. harry potter yeah. and so that's what i try to do is i try to separate like the story that was already created yeah and yeah. the the person that created the story like i don't know mm-hmm. it's just weird yeah you just know? those
1: books have have done a lot for kids like it's the reason that i read today so much, you yeah. know and it's um yeah why i'm so
0: into books but tell us why you picked the goblet of fire. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so the shit they call Goblet of Fire. Yeah. That's that's the that's gonna be like the title the of title this uh, this <laughs> podcast. The shit they call Goblet of Fire. No, I was just kidding. Um, so who I just had to take a moment because this yeah. this book pissed me off. I mean this movie pissed me off. Okay. And like I lied in the last episode again. Um I'm just a liar, bro. Yeah. I reread the Harry Potter series one to five th- le- this year. Yeah, I reread, you know, the one to five. So like in that question when I when I um, when you asked it, I reread the books. Mm-hmm. I reread these books. Oh, okay, anyway. I see. Yeah, <laughs> you wasn't with me until you with me. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like when I reread these books, like f- the four was my favorite. Yeah, and I feel like they completely disregarded the house elf storyline mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. and they got rid of winky which changed the the change the story or just an aspect of the story that i thought was really important yeah. because it it, it sets the tone for like the the tension between ron and hermione and hermione with these other you know with other wizards that she believes that the house elves should have um you know equal rights and like come on now like you that just took been that so out cute of the, if
1: they had included that i just don't get it Right, i don't get it
0: because I, I when i read it i felt like that was just a bit a bigger message not just house elves i feel like she related it back to the real world right yeah you know like right. i just i really liked it um the other thing was like i i fucking hated the beginning let me tell you something guys i re-watched these movies i fell asleep 20 minutes in harry <laughs> potter goblet of fire I was not with it mm-hmm. like that whole like they rushed the whole beginning. Mm-hmm. It's just like don't even add the beginning. If you're going to rush through it, don't do it.
1: Right. Right.
0: And then like the whole like the, the whole scene of like them in the in the in the World Cup. It was just so rushed. I was just like, bro, like. So what, what I think would have been
1: amazing and they would have made so much money and it's kind of silly that they didn't. You know how they split the last movie into two? They should have done that as soon as the books get as chunky as Goblet of Fire and Order of the Phoenix. Like, You can't possibly fit all of this information in one movie. Um, Right. I don't understand why they didn't do it, but it would have been amazing. Because I I I... loved Half-Blood Prince, the movie, because they included so many little things that I thought for sure they're going to cut, but they didn't because they had freaking four hours to work with you know
0: what i mean right yeah and then it also wasn't as chunky of a book as those three books are which is goblet of fire um order of the phoenix and the last book yeah yeah right like those those were the chunkiest ones Mm -hmm. so like come on guys but (laughs) like it was just shit bro like i just couldn't do it i was just like this is so stupid so the one with the
1: twilight dude right
0: Okay, put some respect on Robert <laughs> Patterson. He is a great actor. Oh, you actually like him. I did not know that about you. Yeah, yeah. I like him. He's a good actor. You ever seen him in anything else? He's a good actor. I, I don't think I have. Cass has been trying to get me to watch Remember Me.
1: Oh, no, I can't watch um, that movie. For the longest time.
0: No.
1: I know it's 9-11 Why? related, right?
0: Oh, is it? Yeah.
1: No, I can't watch
0: that movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, I no. I don't know if it's 9-11. I'll let you know next episode if it's 9-11 I think, related. I think that's what. Stay tuned. That's what I haven't seen. It. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to text you at all. I'm going to just let you know the next episode. <laughs> actually, this uh, we've actually turned into a movie episode, a movie podcast, and we actually, you know. Um, We're branching out. Yeah, we're branching out. I just think he's a good actor. I, I feel like, um, you know, he got tainted with the next movie that I'm going to talk about. Oh, anyway. that's next. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, I, I just, like, there's nothing more I could say on Goblet of Fire. It's just yeah. shit. Yeah, I
1: agree with you. Yeah. What is your favorite yeah. Harry Potter movie,
0: though? Um, I feel like it's the first one because, Aww. like, it just takes you back to, like, Every time I watch that movie I'm just like it's such a good yeah, it's uh Adoption. Yeah. It's a solid adoption, mm. right? And that's just like it always makes me think of like fall, mm. Christmas, you mm. know. Um I actually Saw the movie with my mom, too. Oh. So, like, that's also why I really loved it. She thought she, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but, like, the first movie, um, she pretended like I was going to go to school. And then she actually took me to the movie theaters. And that was that's the first so time cute. I seen um Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so it was, she fell asleep. But, I mean, it was good. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was upset with for. her before. <laughs> I'm like, you fell asleep? But now, as an adult, I go to sleep. <laughs> in the middle of the day so i'm like i understand you're tired and then she had two kids i don't have any kids yeah and i fall asleep no
1: definitely so. uh, my favorite harry potter movie though is um prisoner of azkaban i know
0: yeah and i have a bone to pick with that movie oh my god is that next yeah that was next Oh no okay tell
1: me i gotta defend it with all of my okay all of my so now i know that
0: this is your favorite movie oh god i'm scared But I was really angry that they took the storyline of Ron and Hermione's fight out, which took the tension away from me. Mm -hmm. Like that whole that whole reason. It was like the kind of the beginning of their relationship a little bit that they they realized that they kind of might like each other or like that in between stage where they like think that they have feelings for each other and it's coming off as like aggression a little bit, you know? Yeah and I feel like that it took out of the tension of their relationship for me Hmm. that's just because like they were friends the whole time and I'm like they were in a huge fight okay do you remember what the fight was about because I don't yes it was about Crookshanks uh, trying to kill the um Okay. the mouse but then it was overall it was like a it was like a buildup of what's been going on these last three books oh, where like yeah. hermione's a know-it-all and like she doesn't like she's perfect uh, i don't know yeah. like it was just a lot of stuff yeah, 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 so yeah. like i feel like that tension was taken away because like th- like they were friends the whole movie but like in reality they didn't talk for like more than half of the book
1: oh my god i completely forgot about that uh no yeah. the reason that i love this movie is because the way it was filmed is like one of the most beautiful harry potter movies i've ever seen because um, they changed the director from the first two movies and i feel like he right. like he perfectly showed magic but magic in a way that is believable in that world like to us it shouldn't right. it should be a big deal to us but to them it should feel like a natural thing and it felt very natural um the way that right. he he captured it. Um and I also feel like the actors just got really, really better in that movie. And right after yeah. Prisoner, it is Gablo of Fire, right? Right. So like you can you can see the difference so clearly in like how they, the kids were directed in that movie versus Goblet of Fire, which was as we said, a dumpster
0: fire. So like <laughs> Um, it's a dumpster fire, but like the dumpster is full of <laughs> shit. So you can clearly see, like, from one director to the other, the
1: the difference of like the quality of the movie. I don't know if I'm making sense. Right.
0: No, no, no. You are. Yeah. You are the quality. Because I feel like yeah. the first movie was kind of light. Like yeah, oh, like, like kid, the, the, the 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 storyline gets darker yeah. as the as the books go on. Yeah, exactly. But like other than Goblet of Fire, let's just pretend Goblet of Fire never happened. <laughs> And like <laughs> You know, they messed up Mad Eye but I loved but... Mad Eye
1: in the books. And I feel like Oh yeah, me didn't too do justice. But um
0: yeah. I still haven't watched all the movies, so maybe I should reread the books. Maybe next year. Yeah, you should. Maybe next year. Maybe know. like in the beginning of the year, like how I started rereading the books in January, you should start reading reading the books in January.
1: Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah.
0: Why not? And I'll be like, maybe I should reread it and then we'll just do this <laughs> Let me time. <stop. laughs> It'll just be a end, never Another ending cycle. Ending all right, yeah. is there one more Harry Potter? Okay, there is, and it's just a small note. Yeah, um, it's a quick bone, not a long bone. Okay. Um, I'm so pissed off at the beginning that they took away where Harry gives the books to Ginny. Mm. Jenny, Jenny, yeah. Adrian always gets at me for saying it wrong, mm. and like, I'm all for them being end game. But you took away that moment for them and they have so little love story Mm -hmm. that like that was like a little cute moment that you could have kept in. Yeah,
1: they completely destroyed her character in the movies.
0: She is amazing
1: in the books
0: she is so amazing and you know what's so funny when i had just watched the movies i was like okay that's ron's little sister but no girl Mm -hmm. i was like "Uh -uh, Mm uh-uh that is not that no jenny deserves respect and they did not put respect on her name
1: i I agree that i still think about that scene where she's tying his shoelaces i wanted to like walk out of the movie theater i'm like what is she, she would doing? never
0: what is she doing she would right never she was obsessed with harry like in the beginnings yeah, of the books like she, she liked him but like she grows out of it and she's just like listen i'm gonna be with whoever i want to be with and like and then even harry like tried to chastise her for that yeah. and she was like or ron and harry both did and they were like she was like excuse me mm-hmm. um excuse me mm-hmm. not gonna happen and she dated the guys that she wanted she to date anyway so, strong. so
1: no i loved her she was great all right what's next
0: okay so for this next adaptation i have two questions for you yeah team edward or team jacob <laughs> <What>? <laughs> team no one jesus christ well i was team alice so there's that oh, okay i was about to
1: say alice was my yes. favorite
0: yeah alice was my favorite
1: okay so twilight okay, let me let me ask you a question okay ask did me. you read did you read these books as they were coming
0: out or like after the movies i want to deny the questions no let me stop <laughs> uh, so you know i think i might have been a freshman or a sophomore when i had re- no actually i will i was a sophomore when these when i started reading them i don't know if i read them directly I think I got it for Christmas or something. I got the first book and then I waited Mm -hmm. a few and then I read it. I remember reading it because I was going through a breakup in sophomore year with my like first long term girlfriend and like I read New Moon and I just like killed my heart, you know? Yeah. So I was a sophomore, I think.
1: Yeah, I read them.
0: I was into them. I will admit I'm that. I'm really surprised. <laughs> I'm really surprised that you read them. I'm really surprised that Vina I, has read these I books. I know. Guys. I admit Like it. this I is honestly. It. I did not
1: watch all of the movies, though. I just watched the first one because um, I just thought they were terrible. Okay, I watched all um, of the movies, but I heard they're on Netflix now, and everyone's freaking out. But um... okay. <laughs> what I was about to say, I don't know which book it is, but there's a there's a chapter where it's just like blank pages, and like the months are going by. And my, yeah, that was New heart Moon. Teenage was like so full of angst and like this is so emotional. <laughs> yeah, I was so yeah, into it, it. I was so into it. Um,
0: but mm-hmm. yeah, that's all
1: I wanted to say. I have read it.
0: <laughs> I will say New Moon was the the book that made me cry because I, like I said, I was going through a breakup already. I was in high school. Like, come on, and that was my first girlfriend. Yeah, I like,
1: did. Like, she really know, got
0: to us. She I was emotional. All right. This is the series I love to hate and hate to love. It's just a guilty pleasure of mine. So I, yes, I was the teenage crowd that she wrote to. Mm -hmm. Well, we were. (laughs) Right. So I had an Alice poster in my room. Did (laughs) you? Oh,
1: that's so funny. Yeah, she was my only
0: poster. I got it from like Hot Topic or something. I was also like simultaneously going through my emo phase. So, you know, like black (laughs) on black on black and then like. Although I was the target audience, I've also been a huge fan of vampire folklore since I was like six or seven. And you got you mm-hmm. you know that B and not podcast, you know that. So I get that they're, the vampires were like vegetarian, fine, whatever. <laughs> like, cool. You don't wanna eat like humans, that's fine. Like you don't wanna drink the blood of humans. Mm-hmm. I get that. You could also go to like blood banks, but whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, you know, whatever. Yeah. I could not get around why the fuck do they glitter it's yeah. so fucking annoying like stephanie Mayer, mm-hmm. what the hell like what the hell we were taking you like, seriously and, up and, until and that she's good up and like it was just so annoying like even as a teenager i was like why the fuck <laughs> are they glittering <laughs> vampires don't glitter You know, and, and, like, my thing is, is, like, Stephanie Mayer could have went through so many different folklores and, like, did something Mm -hmm. different, right? Like, Carlisle was under the Voltaire, right? Like, royalty. Why didn't you say he got royal blood from them or something like that and, like, could go out during the daytime? Like, why the fuck did they have to glitter? They didn't have to glitter. They're vampires. And, like, glittering in the movies, these vampires did not look scary. You're just going to glitter and I'm supposed to be afraid? (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to be like, you're ridiculous. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, you know? (laughs) Right, like, you're gonna, you're gonna try to th- bite me and you glitter and Get the fuck out of here. Oh, jeez. You know, and I wish that they spent more attention on the background characters because Rosalie and Alice are so mm. interesting. Carlisle, so mm. interesting. Don't know anything about Emmett, but I'm interested. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember his backstory. I don't even know if they go into his backstory. Maybe I'll reread the books. Jasper is problematic at best. He fought on the Confederate, and we're just gonna not talk about that. Oh. Like you, like there was a part in the movie where he was, well, in the movie or the book, he's like, "I fought in the Confederate," and I'm like, "Wait a minute, hold on, pause, rewind, what the <laughs> fuck you just say?" <laughs> like we just going gloss over that, I like, like we're it's cool?
1: Seriously, talking about Twilight right now.
0: <laughs> I listen, I'm I'm telling you, it's a guilty pleasure. Like I remember, me and my sister was recently watching this. Like I want to say, I don't even know when we started when we watched this, but we we really did watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like yeah. I just had a rough time with the actual books because ultimately they were they weren't fantastic. However, they could have been something mm-hmm. fantastic. And then with the movies, they could have also been like, okay, the books weren't great, so we're just going to make the movies like mm-hmm. fantastic, but they didn't do that either. And like, you know, from what I remember when I read the first book, it matched the first movie. So it was I mean when you take it into that consideration of like how well a book did to the movie, you know, like how well did the movie copy mm-hmm. the book? Like this did a pretty right. good job, you know. I would say it was a pretty accurate like first book. Um the the actors can make fun of like being ever being on Twilight, but like it set up their careers. I want to say like they can make fun of this like franchise mm-hmm. all they want, mm-hmm. right? But, like, this set up their careers and it allows them to do whatever oh, yeah. the fuck they want to do. Just yeah. like Harry Potter actors. Robert Patterson, there it goes. Like, he can take all these indie movies because yeah. he did Twilight. Like, you did your you did your time at Twilight and Absolutely. now you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. So, like, you can only make fun of these right. movies oh so right. much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have a little bone to pick with this movie. I don't know why. I don't know if it was in the movies or just, like, the fans they called um like jacob's tribes like werewolves and they weren't werewolves they were like shift shape shifters so uh-huh. that was the thing i was annoyed about because they're like oh werewolves or 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 vampires and i'm like they're not fucking <laughs> werewolves they're just wolves you know like i i can make fun of this franchise all day but like at the end of the day i you know i i was a teenager when this came out
1: where is she where is stephanie may i don't
0: know she did write that other book she could have written so many she wrote more. another she they tried to do like um a, like a, a switch tale where they did the green apple instead of the red you know those books you remember those books where it was all in and um and her it, it was like they edward's perspective it was not I'm sorry. It was in Edward's perspective, what? but there was another. There was another book that was in that they switched everybody. So Edward was a was a woman, mm. Bella was a guy, and then Alice what? was a boy. Yeah, you didn't hear about that. What are you talking Am I about? Bugging? Am I? Is that a book that never existed? And I just. I mean, that sounds wild.
1: If she did that, yeah.
0: And then she wrote this other book. Um, and I had it for some time, and I just never read it. The host. Ooh. I
1: yes. read it. Loved really? It. Yeah, I really liked it. I mean, back then I really. Liked it. <laughs> I don't know if me today right. would like it. Like,
0: I like and, it. and I feel like there's the, That's the thing, right? Like. Twilight is a guilty pleasure because it makes me, it's like a euphoric thing, right? Euphoria? Like euphoric? Like it brings up those teenage emotions like I knew exactly what I was doing when I read, you know, Breaking Dawn for the first time, you know, and I knew what I was going through when I read Mm -hmm. New Moon but like there's certain books that just age with you and I feel like that's the age, that's Harry Potter series, like I read that as an adult and I take new things away from it Mm -hmm. because it's just a really great It's really great writing. Mm. With Stephanie Mayer, it's kind of like, yes, teenagers are going to like that, but is it going to age with us? It's not, you know? Right. Yeah, so... Definitely not. Yeah. Moving on from Twilight, how could we? But we can. Okay. So, (laughs) I don't have too much to say about this. Um, Oh. And it is... It's another... um, It's another franchise drum roll please oh? oh, I know what it is. What? No, don't ruin it. It's Hunger, it the Games. Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Don't ruin it. Oh, it's Hunger. <laughs> it's The Hunger Games. Okay. So, let's start off here. So this is the movie that started it all for me and my dad. This mm. changed the game. This movie mm. is the one where my dad decided and declared that he would never watch any book to movie adaptations with me because what? this movie was pure garbage to me <gasps> what i love this movie oh my god i'm gonna oh my god. slap you to i you i'm very curious to know why you
1: don't like out of all the adaptations this one's not bad really you think
0: so the first movie was not garbage to you no it was alright. no not to me okay but tell me tell me why tell me why so there's a lot of reasons why that i don't remember but i remember hating it (laughs) um Oh my god, I can't believe it. So, like, I, I don't hate it for, like, the reasons why s- certain people didn't like The Hunger Games, like that Rue was supposed to be um, a darker color, or, like, yeah. I feel like Katniss shouldn't have been played by the actor that it was played by. Who's her name? Jennifer Lawrence. Really? Yeah, yeah. like, you didn't you didn't think so? Like, I felt like I, I, that wasn't her when I, like, read it. I didn't envision her. I mean, I
1: knew it wasn't how I thought that character was right. but she did a good job just like in acting wise like she was a good actor. yeah she was a good yeah.
0: actress but I feel like when I was yeah. when I was reading the book I didn't envision her to be the actor right right like and I know we talked also feel about like that it's not her fault that yeah yeah it's not it's not <laughs> okay so yeah. like in the in the I've, I remember I didn't like it because it kind of changed like the tone for me because like mm-hmm. in the book right when she's about to leave And go on the train to wherever the fuck she's going to go to. And go to the, you know, the Hunger Game. Uh, Mm -hmm. Somebody gives her... It's the president's daughter, right? That gives her this... this, The Mockingjay.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? But, like... Mm -hmm. She gets it another way in the movie. And I feel like that changes... A tone for me. And so, like, it was such a gesture. Like, a different type of gesture... But, like, somebody else gave it to her in the movie, and I was like, no, that wasn't right. Like, that changes certain aspects of the movie for me.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting that you're mentioning all these details, but, like, the way I remember them is, like, the bigger picture, almost? Yeah, the bigger picture. Overall, if I had to compare it to Twilight, for example, like, this wasn't that bad.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? yeah but my thing is right like the i feel like the hunger games was um it good i feel like it was a solid piece of work though right like would you agree that hunger games is like a pretty good like written book twilight was no yeah it was twilight was not so that's what i'm saying like they they played the they did the movies but, like, what was, what was the source that they had? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. these actors played within the... And people always say, oh, Kirsten Stewart's, like, her face is dead, like, da-da-da. But that's, that's literally how her character was. So, is she a bad actor? Or is she so good that she portrayed the character that she was given? Uh, I don't know. I don't think she's that good. I think that she that's played... I think she played Bella good. I I think she
1: just was herself. You think so? In that role? Yeah. Because I've watched
0: her in other things. But I feel like she has changed a lot
1: since then. Well, no, I've seen her in
0: in things when she was smaller. When she she was younger, she Mm. played in Speak and stuff like that. I thought she did a fantastic job in Speak. That talked about, and that's a trigger warning that talked about, you know, um, sexual assault. And I thought she did really good in that movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember Bella as being, like, this kind of a flat character. She wasn't interesting. So is My she going to be interesting picture. as the movie character? No. Because she's not a fucking interesting character. Alice and <laughs> Rosalie were fucking interesting. That's why, they, like, everybody loved them. Because they're like, wow, like, these characters are interesting. But yeah, but yeah. Bella was not an interesting person. She was a flat character.
1: That's accurate. Yeah, and also, oh, no. like, talking
0: about Twilight, it was so heteronormative. I did not like it at all. Alice should have had a girlfriend. True. I will die on that hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or Rosalie. Ooh, yeah. the mean lesbian? Let's do it. Like, come on. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I'm going to come back here in, like, three to seven months, and I'm going to tell you why I didn't mm-hmm. like the movie adaptation of Hunger Games, but, like, <laughs> I remember I didn't like it, so that's why I put it on the list. Okay. And my All dad right, decided, like, I'm never going to watch a movie with you because I spoke the whole movie, and I was like, that is not oh, supposed to happen. so annoying. That is not supposed to... Well, also, okay, give me credit, like, I was young when I watched <laughs> it. Now I, I'm much quieter. Did you do this in the movie theater? No, we were in the house. Oh. Yeah. I would never do that in a movie theater. That's so annoying. Okay. Yeah. You scared me for a minute. No, no, no. I did that we were in the house. And also, I was doing it just to annoy him. Like, the hell? (laughs) Cass won't watch... I don't think Cass will watch um, movies with me that I read the books on either. Because it's afterwards I will tell her why it's so different. (laughs) Mm, Okay. Yeah. Got it. I was gonna, like, honorably mention the, um... Uh, what was yeah, that series? Uh I was going to honorably mention um Killing Eve. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. it's really cool cuz it's like not like the book. Like the act, the the writer himself, he wrote the 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 novella which was that that was the first book. It was a novella at first. It was like three different sections. He wrote it for the movie. Like he did not see it as a book, but people like I don't. I don't remember exactly what happened, but it is a three-part series book, and like it's it's completely yeah. different than the show, but I love both ad um adaptations and like the actresses Sandra Owen, um jo- Jody Comer. That's her name, Jody Comer.
1: Yeah, they do fucking yeah, fantastic.
0: Amazing. They do fantastic, and also yeah. Jody Comer's first just, season is the best. Huh. The
1: first season is the best one. Yeah,
0: a lot of people didn't like yeah. the way that the the series um the series ended
1: oh i haven't finished it well no no
0: not the series the movie the series the book oh got it right okay yeah a lot of people and i'm not gonna say it because it's like it's gonna spoil it did so. you did you finish it i did i finished the series the book oh, not the oh. not the show me and Cass still haven't yeah, yeah, watched yeah. it yet God. i love like the actresses who played it like sandra oh and jody comer jody comer is like a fucking fantastic actress Yes. Like
1: she's amazing. She's amazing. I need to see her more things. Yeah, I can't <laughs>
0: wait to see her more things. Yeah. And that's Definitely. it guys. I I didn't want to take up any more of your time. Those were my little rants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. But you guys let us know what um adaptations you guys like that we should check out. Yes. Um so I'm going to share five upcoming ones. yes Um I'm going to start with one of my favorite books and I am so excited. And it is Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel. And it's going to be a mini series on HBO Max. Mm. I think you're going to be very excited for this, even though you haven't read it. No. It's going to be... The lead role is Mackenzie Davis. Do you know Mackenzie Davis? Um,
0: give me Maybe a second. By name. Let me Google it.
1: <laughs> no, don't Google. I want to tell you. Okay, okay. So she was on one of your most favorite Black Mirror episodes. <gasps> Wait. Do you know what I'm
0: talking about? Are you talking about Sandrine Apparel? Yes. Are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> You're talking about the other girl. You're talking about Yorkie.
1: Oh, I don't know their names okay. in that episode. Uh, but yes, she's going to be the main character. So if you don't know the plot of Station Eleven, it's set, um, it starts off on a snowy night when a famous actor has a heart attack on stage during a production and someone in the audience leaps to help him and then a child actress named Kirsten, and that's going to be Mackenzie Davis, she watches in, in horror as that person performs CPR on this person, but the person dies anyway. Mm. And then that same night, as they're walking home, a terrible flu begins to spread and this is a, a pandemic book. Guys. Okay, <laughs> okay. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it eventually goes into a pandemic, and then hus- hospitals are flooded, and people have to like barricade barricade themselves inside uh, and not go outside. Very twenty twenty triggering for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then this no- the novel kind of goes through the strange twists of fate that connect five people. What I what I find so great about the book is five people across the world, and somehow they all connect in the end, mm. which I think is the coolest thing when, when it happens in a book. So we have um, the actor who dies, the man who tried to save him, the actor's first wife, his oldest friend, and a young actress. Um, and somehow... There's a cult also involved in the story. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, So I'm very, very interested in how they're going to turn it into a TV show. Um, And I've seen this actress in another show, and it's called Halt and Catch Fire, and it's an amazing show, and I highly recommend it. Mm. So I know that she's going to do it their justice,
0: you know? Who are you going to ask? I was going to ask you, did you and Julissa read this book?
1: Yeah. Okay. I I tried to make everyone read it (laughs) when I read it. Um, but yeah, it's it's really really good.
0: I remember seeing hey, this, but I remember you... seeing you guys read it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's just highly recommended. I got to look this up. This sounds um, interesting. No, yeah, it's really really good. There's one, I think one chapter or like one page that is just like some of the best writing I've ever seen in my life. Mm. It's just she's amazing. I read um The Glass Hotel by her. And it's still, it's Station Eleven is still my favorite by her. Yes. Um, and her third book is coming out next year. And I have The arc, And I'm trying not to read it because um, I'm too excited.
0: I know exactly um, what book you're talking about. You did try to make me read this book. Because I'm like, I, she sounds right? so familiar. And then you said The Glass right? Hotel. And I'm like, yes, I know exactly. I yeah. know, And you and Julissa were talking about it in front of me.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was ta- I was talking nonstop about this book with yes. reading it. It's so good. Um, all right, so the next one is one that you are very excited for as well. Yes, it's Daisy Jones and the Six <laughs> by Taylor Jenkins Reid. They are finally filming again since they stopped because of COVID. So I'm very excited that it's it's a thing, um, and it's gonna be a mini series on Amazon Prime. Um, the lead roles are Riley Q. I haven't seen her anywhere, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of nervous, and she's going to be Daisy Jones. And an actor that's in one of the adaptations that you hate is going to be Billy Dune. So he was in one of the Hunger Games movies, and I'm also very nervous about him because, first, he's British. Second, he's very, very short. And I I envision Billy as, like, this tall, lanky dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of worried about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Daisy Jones and the Six is about Daisy, who is a girl coming of age in L.A. in the late 60s. And she's sneaking into clubs and sleeping with rock stars and dreaming of singing at the Whiskey A Go Go. That's a funny name for a bar. Anyway, so there's sex and drugs and rock and roll. and Sex, drugs, and rock people and People start noticing. <laughs> people start noticing her voice and how she's a great singer right, and right. they also noticed the six which is a band led by billy doon and i am very excited if you haven't read this book whoever's listening please read it it's told in um or in a oral history kind of format which is the first book that i read this way and i loved it and um i also heard that there's a whole cast for the audiobook so if people want to do the audiobook they can we are very excited for that one i, I really i'm so wait.
0: excited and actually when we were um in that one of the things remember when we was in that um that zoom call yeah thing yeah. and she talked about how the actresses or maybe i've seen this in another thing how the actress act actors are like friends off off camera yeah and so like i'm like, really excited I, I'm
1: hoping that they're bonding and it's just it's gonna come out in the show right you know?
0: And I also love that there it's gonna be a mini series because I feel like there's so much there's so much like good that can happen from a mini series mm-hmm. versus a movie or versus like a show.
1: hundred percent. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, alrighty, so the next one is by one of my favorite authors, but I haven't read this book by her maybe i should cuz i i read the synopsis and i'm like holy crap this is very very juicy um so it is called Conversations with Friends by Sally Rooney and it's also mm-hmm. going to be a mini series on Hulu and the lead roles are Joe Alwyn who is Taylor Swift's boyfriend but he was also in The Favorite. Did you watch The Favorite? No, because if you haven't, you would love it, Jenise. You would you think love so? it so a hundred percent. It's with Emma Stone. I it's do love Emma It's a sapphic movie. Stone. And I think you should watch it. Sapphic?
0: I'm on, That's no, all I, I gotta say. Um, Don't then, you dare trap me into your... <laughs> Don't you dare trap
1: me. <laughs> I, I think you're trapped. Um, and then it's also gonna be with uh, Jemima Kirk. She was in that TV show Girls on HBO.
0: Oh, I do like Girls. Um,
1: yeah. So... I want you to listen to this freaking synopsis because it's crazy. So it's about Frances, who's a cool-headed and darkly observant young woman, vaguely pursuing a career in writing while studying in Dublin. And her best friend is the beautiful and endlessly self-possessed Bobby. At a local poetry performance one night, they meet a well-known photographer. And as the girls are then gradually drawn into her world... Francis is reluctantly impressed by the older woman's sophisticated home and handsome husband. Okay. Mm. So, <laughs> but however amusing Francis and Nick's flirtation seems at first, it begins to give away to a strange and painful intimacy.
0: Mm. So this
1: is, this is a mess, and I'm very excited for it. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be coming out on Hulu. No idea when, but it's it's upcoming. So hopefully the readers are excited, not the readers, the listeners. Um, and then this other one I think you would love. Have you heard about *The Vanishing Half* by Brit Bennett?
0: No, no. Like so I t- van- like I told you before, I didn't find any like adaptations that I like mm. read or anything know like that. Yeah, that okay. I know about.
1: So, The Vanishing Half is going to be a show on HBO, Mm. and it's about twin sisters who are growing up together in a southern black community, and they decide to run away when they're 16. So, Mm. many years later, one sister lives with her black daughter in the same southern town she once tried to escape, and the other twin secretly is passing as white, and her white husband knows nothing for her past.
0: So even though they're
1: separated by so many miles and so many lies, somehow their stories will interwind. So I find it very interesting how one sister decides, I'm going to be, you know, true to myself and be black and raise my daughter this way. And the other one passes as white and like has this whole other lifestyle with her white husband. Right. So, Yeah. I've heard amazing things about it, and it's been a bestseller for over a year, I want to say. Wait, Um, so you didn't
0: read this book?
1: No, I haven't. But I read the synopsis and saw that it's becoming a TV show, and I'm like, wait. (laughs) Maybe I should read this. It sounds insane. Um, So, yeah, I basically added this one because it's so popular, and people probably have read it. Um, All right, are you ready for the last one? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've been talking for years.
0: No, 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 that's how I felt when I was talking about, like, my section. I was like, I feel like the whole fucking thing is going to be, like, me hating, like, Goblet uh, of everything. Fire. and
1: <laughs> Right. Um, so the next one is going to be a big one. So it's um, Dune by Frank Herbert.
0: Yes, I saw so that. So that
1: one is a monster of a book, and it's going to be coming out in the movie theaters on August, not August, October 1st. Um, and it's gonna be led by Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya.
0: Of all I do love Zendaya.
1: <laughs> so the classic six book series uh, sees the protagonist um, played by Timothy Chalamet, and he's gonna lead his tribe on a distant planet into the future as he takes over for his family's business empire. Um, so instead of cramming the epic into one movie, the story will be spanned into two movies and also Good. a TV show on HBO. Okay. Which I find like that's a lot, but the books are really big. Yeah. Um so yeah, those are the five ones that I think you and I and everyone else should be excited about. Right. So
0: did you hear about like hair like I don't know if this was just like hearsay or something like that but like um somebody had said that harry potter would have been like better if or like they should redo harry potter as a limited series for each book so like the first book would be a limited series the second book would be a limited series and like every chapter should be a um, episode
1: i want that but i want it to be animated animated
0: really like if
1: you can if you can imagine avatar the last airbender like that's how i would want harry potter to be redone because i don't want to see like new actors taking on the role yeah i want to i just want them to like dedicate all their time into making each book like a very lengthy show and like i don't know maybe get the actors to play the voices of the kids or something like that
0: i don't think they would but
1: i don't think they would at all no this yeah. is like in a perfect world but right um, in a perfect I world, i think it would just work best as a animated just imagine I- i'm getting excited thinking about it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i just planted in your head did you know there's a new edition of harry potter the fantastic beast right
1: No, dude, like the the series, like the Harry Potter books. They're coming out, again, as hardcovers, but they are the most beautifully illustrated books I've ever seen in my life, and it comes with, like, things that you take out of the book. Like, when he gets the letter, there's an actual letter that you can take out and read.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Like... Next time you come to the shop, I have to show it to you. It is beautiful. Yeah. Wait, you beautiful.
0: have it? You have it? Yeah. Or like, yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Also, it's, V, yeah. I just wanted to say thank you for making a lot of uh, hmm. trans people happy on Harry Potter birthday. I
1: uh-huh. really love that
0: you did that.
1: Yeah, you gotta get it done, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like, my friends will, like, messaged me and they were like, I really love that. I was just like, mm. you know. Yeah, we did it
1: last year, and I just feel like as terrible as the stuff she's done, we as Harry Potter fans know better, so.
0: Right.
1: You know, we gotta be supportive. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks for bringing that up. That's sweet.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: All right. That's it, folks. That's a lot of TV show talking. Yeah. (laughs) And movies. (laughs) Uh, But as always, reach out. Let us know if we missed anything. Or if we should watch something. And we're gonna end the episode and I'm very sure it's gonna be a beautiful poem. Yes. Um uh, but Shanice <laughs> well, is gonna Well, it's a
0: poem. It's not beautiful, no. I
1: I say it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to it, but I, I heard it I I think it's great. Um okay, so Shanice, whenever you're ready. Yes, I am ready. ready.
0: Okay, so this is a short poem. I actually um wrote it as a um A challenge for myself so it was like Mm. four words or five words that I took and I made a poem and it's called Divorce Mm. the tangle of confused lovers spend hours unraveling their bodies soaking sore muscles a tribute for the better their goodbye is slow each take a turn dragging the warm cloth across skin their apologetic movements they know this is the last time the woman has an eclipse of moths in her eyes. She watches the man, once a husband, the angle of his body, no longer her memory. The turn of her fingers glide across his swollen shoulder. There were nights they'd fucked so hard she must- mistook it for commitment. What
1: that? Damn, that last line,
0: though. That was so good. When did you write this? Um... Like, I think last NAPO RIMO, National Poetry Writing Month.
1: Oh,
0: that was so good.
1: Yeah, thank That's you. Amazing, Thank you for sharing. Thank you. All righty, folks. It's been a long one. I hope you stuck it to the end.
0: <laughs> I hope you stuck it to the end. Also, it's very late into the night, which is why me and Veena, like, we're too <laughs> old for this. We need to go to sleep.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. All right, guys. It's been a pleasure, and we shall see you in the next one.
0: Love you guys. Good night. Bye. Bye.